Keep pounding isn't just a slogan, it's a way of life. Ice up, son, ice up. They want to be the very best that they can be in everything that they do. I think when you have that mentality in the locker room, you can be special. When you have it with your coaching staff, you can be really good. And when it starts with your owner and it starts with your GM, you can be memorable. If I'm moving someplace and we're doing this in Carolina, the first thing I care about is winning. The second thing I care about is winning. And the third thing I care about is you guys are smart. So you, you win a lot of ways. And I don't like to lose it anyway. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of 704Cast. We have uh, just myself and Corey here. Uh, anything anything big happen in Pantherland today, Corey? Uh, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Uh, I've seen a uh, reaction uh, on both sides of the fence, but uh, uh, it was a big day. It was a big day in uh, the Panther, in the Panther sphere today. So. so this is our emergency podcast reaction to the Panthers trading for Sam Darnold. Sammy Donald. So if you'll remember a couple episodes ago, we talked about this situation being a possibility. It was one of the the many things that could could have happened at quarterback. We talked about all the draft options. We talked about the trade options. And really, there was only one trade option left after the Deshaun issues uh, is what we want to what we can call those. Uh, And it was it was Sam Donald. And then last week we talked about how there really hadn't been any any rumors on the Darnold front. So we, we kind of assumed the Jets weren't going to move him. Right. This was kept so quiet. Um, when I was sitting in my truck and I got the update earlier, uh, honestly, I checked just to make sure it wasn't the fake Adam Schefter Twitter account that was just throwing something out there. Um, was, because I thought it, it, was, I mean, it was just so random. It was so out of the blue. Um, and I think on, you know, on both ends of the spectrum, the Jets and the Panthers, this was kept so quiet. Um, because I read a report saying that they had uh, began talks after the OSU pro day, so I'm guessing um, that the Panthers staff didn't see what they wanted to see in fields or enough in fields that they wanted to move forward with a, a trade up possibility. Um, uh, I think that pro day must have solidified uh, what they had in their head and, uh, and their opinion on fields. But a couple different things to unpack from from all this, um, both from the Panthers and the Jets side of things. Uh, I want to start with the Jets because me, me, you know, Wes, you've been, you know, <laughs> on this train the, the entire time of the Jets are going to screw this up, and they just and did. Boy, they, you they were, just did. You were exactly right. No, lastly, exactly right. and last episode, I had started to change my tune all all podcast long for since we started the yeah. podcast. I said I do not trust the Jets to make the right the right move here. And then last week, because of how tri- quiet things have been on the trade front for Sam Darnold, I thought, if they're not trading Sam, they've got to be going with with Sewell or even getting him a weapon, something. I thought maybe they're gonna maybe they're gonna build around Sam and do this right, but no, they're gonna go and ruin another top quarterback's career that, that like another top pick quarterback's career. Correct. Like, like I was just sitting there and I was thinking to myself about this. So if you're the Jets, 
this makes it pretty clear and clear, pretty obvious that quarterback is who you're going to take it to. Okay. So you're moving on from Sam Darnold, who has, you've shown the past three years had nothing around him. All right. Literally nothing. And you're going to bring in another young quarterback with a bear cupboard. Okay. In Zach Wilson, most likely Zach Wilson. That's that's the rumor train. Is it's Zach Wilson is their pick. You're going to bring in another young quarterback with a bare cupboard to ruin a career. But let's just you take- can look at you know they they did I think the smart pick last year drafting Makai Becton, but Makai Becton you know while he was promising in in, in the in, in the in the time he played last year he couldn't stay healthy on the field last year, All right? So. You've got a question mark at left tackle of if he can stay healthy. Uh, your best receiver, um, Jameson Crowder. I mean, Jameson Crowder at the best is a as a as a two or a three. Denzel Mims. Um, your 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 number one uh, running back last year was Frank Gore, who's fifty seven years old, and um, Le'Veon Bell, who's on this fat contract, who didn't do anything. Yeah, so. so- this is what they're this is what they're lining out there for their rookie this year. I'll, I'll go through their their depth chart right now. We've got Corey Davis, Denzel Mims, Jameson Crowder. So I like the Corey Davis signing. Great signing. Yeah, uh, we, we talked about him. I would have loved him at that money. Uh, personally, uh, your offensive line is just god awful outside of Becton. And again, unproven there with Becton. You've got Becton, Alex Lewis. Connor McGovern, Greg Van Roten. Uh, Panthers fans should be well aware, well aware of Van Roten. He's a, yep. a solid depth piece on the line. He should not be your best guard. Um, and George Fant with Herndon at tight end and LaMichael P. Ryan starting at running back. That is what you're throwing Zach Wilson presumably into. And again, it's it's been stated – by GMs all over the league. It's been stated on our pod plenty of times. You've got to, you've got to pro- build from the lines. You've got to protect your young quarterback. And that was what, something we were concerned about if we drafted a quarterback at eight is who was going to be left tackle, who was going to protect them because we didn't have it. They, they may have, they may have the left tackle, but they do not have the other four spots covered. No. And so again, if you're the Jets, you're at three. Okay. And instead of keeping Sorry, two. My bad. Yeah, two. Yeah, you're you're at two. Okay, instead of keeping Sam Darnold, who in literally I think everybody's opinion has shown flashes, has has an an, an above average arm, um, and has 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 basically solidified you at that position, went on the field and went healthy. And, and shown that he can stand in there and, and shown that he can contribute and at least be somebody that you're not going to get just embarrassed with. And you're going to trade him for nothing. Absolutely nothing. Former, former Heisman, former number one overall. Yep. You're letting him go for a, a second round pick of a team or a six round pick this year. Uh, we had three six round picks. I literally don't care if we get rid of nope. them. Like I would have handed one to somebody along with Teddy for free to take Teddy. So the, the, the third six round pick don't care. Nope. And then next year, second round pick. If, if we put the pieces around Teddy or Teddy about around Sam that I think we're going to, it's a, a back half of the second round pick. So it's um 45 or later. 
Uh, right. I mean, again, okay, 45, a 50th pick is not, not, it's not something to scoff at, but it's not like huge. And then a fourth round pick next year. So you're talking 120 plus. Yep. So, yep. And you just basically, you know, you're, you're saying that you're going to start over with uh, a Zach Wilson and, instead of taking that, that second pick and, and drafting who everybody considers a sure thing and Panay Sewell to our left tackle, um, maybe moving Becton over to right, um, drafting a weapon, drafting, you know, anybody that can help him, you know, you're just going to start over from scratch and, and do the same thing. It's like Groundhog Day for Jets fans. I feel bad if you are a Jets fan. I don't know any Jets fans, but if you're a Jets fan, I feel horrible for you because it's like, it's got to be like Groundhog Day. You know, you got a new – New coach, new GM, and it's the same old shit, the same old jet. So, I mean, uh, I don't know what to say other than thank you. I, I'm, 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 I'm appreciative. Uh, 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 it's, it's great. So, from a Panthers perspective, um, like I said earlier, I saw a bunch of reactions. And for, I don't know if, about you, Wes, but to me, it seemed like way overly negative regarding this pick from a fan perspective. From the fans I follow – the fans I interact with, it, it seemed kind of negative, and I don't get that. I personally, I don't understand that because I'm excited about it, especially considering what we gave up. So yeah. I don't know so what you saw, but we gave up virtually nothing. So yep. for those of you listening, what we gave up is virtually nothing for a quarterback that went number one overall. And I don't care. I don't care if you're talking about a bus that of historic proportions. If they were a number one pick and we give up what we give, like that's a, you're taking a chance on somebody, but no, Darnold has shown flashes of being good. A number one pick still in his rookie deal. Right. And a number one pick who, by the way, guys is only a couple months older than Mac Jones. Right. And also in this year's draft. And also a lot of people say that you're trading, you were trading for one year of, of Darnold. No, you were trading for two because he has his fifth year option. The, the right. fifth year options have not yet been decided on for that rookie class. Uh, the Panthers exercised that today. So yep. it was two years of Darnold. So a two-year tryout at four mil cap hit this year. Yep. And I would imagine no more than six or so next year. I haven't looked at it, um, but that's going to be my guess. Let me pull that up on SpotRack. It's just... I don't, I don't understand how you can come at it from a negative because Panther trains are getting what they want. Unless you just are a Teddy Stan for whatever reason, whatever you saw, you're getting what you want because it's somebody different than Teddy who has more upside than Teddy at a cheaper price than Teddy. And we didn't give up hardly an asset this year. We didn't give up an asset in this year's draft. I don't consider a six pick round, six round pick an asset in this year's draft. We kept number eight. I'm so excited for, and we're going to get into this uh, as much as we possibly can in this reactionary thread, but we're going to get into this, but the re, the possibilities at number eight. Now the possibilities with this year's draft with this move just became so much more exciting and so much more exhilarating with this move. So money aside, whatever, uh, if you don't like Donald, that's fine. I understand it. Um, the kids played 38 career games and he does have 39 interceptions through those first 38 games. Trust me, that's not great. But when you look at what he was surrounded by, when you look at his head coach who 
I think everybody is in unison across the entirety of the NFL. That's, that's one thing that we can all agree on is Adam Gase shouldn't be coaching a Pop Warner team. All right? The dude's an idiot. And, so. and I mean, and, and not just the weapons. It's, it's the and, – and the co- – I mean, the, the, the scheme was terrible. The scheme did not fit Darnold whatsoever. No. The, the offensive you, – you can't throw touchdowns, completions, for that matter, from your ass. Like, you just can't. And uh-huh. he just – he was never set up to succeed. I think Darnold – we talked about it in the draft this year. A lot of the, some of these quarterbacks outside of Lawrence, you, you need to put them in the right the right scheme. We talked about Wilson. We thought Wilson would be pretty pretty have a chance to succeed in the NFL in the right scheme. Right. Is he gonna is he gonna be in the right scheme you now? Probably not. He's not gonna have the right cast around him. Same with same with Fields. Same with Lance. It's it's all about scheme fit and and players that you can put around somebody. Uh, that that is what makes a young quarterback success, successful. Let's let's take a look at Pat Mahomes, right. and and just and just talk about that for a second. You put him in the perfect situation, sitting sitting a year, learning under a veteran quarterback, a good veteran quarterback, former number one overall pick, in Andy Reid's system with Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, a great offensive line, and you see what happens. Yes, Pat is right. Pat is the best quarterback in the NFL right now. So the, of course he's he probably would have ended up being somewhat successful anywhere, but. Yeah. It's just the blueprint is build around these young quarterbacks. You're, you've got them on cheap deals, so do it right. Yeah, and, you know, a lot of people forget Pat, Pat Mahomes wasn't this highly touted rookie coming out of Texas Tech. People were laughing and questioning what the hell the Chiefs were doing when they traded it up and gave all they gave up to get up to Pat Mahomes. So, and that, look, neither one of us are saying that Sam Darnold is going to come down here to Carolina and become Pat Mahomes. But what we are saying is don't be so quick to call guys busts when they were in the absolute shit dumpster fire of a situation that the Jets have been for the past three years. And for Sam Darnold to not completely fall apart and for Sam Darnold to, to, to show the flashes that he's thrown, that he's shown and, and, and to be mentally there and to be showing what he's shown you know, I mean, there's games that he – I mean, he threw four touchdowns multiple times, all right? To show what he's shown and not be completely just destroyed is impressive in of itself. And you put him in a situation where he comes into Carolina and day one he's got the most weapons and, more importantly, the best culture and the best locker room that he's ever been in, all right? I read a thing uh, earlier, uh, a blurb. I don't remember who it was from on Twitter, but – they were talking about when Matt Rule interviewed for the New York Jets job a couple of years ago. He did a, a Zoom call with Sam Darnold. And of course, this was Matt Rule. You know, Matt Rule ate this shit up probably. But uh, the first question that out of Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold wasn't talking about scheme. Sam Darnold wasn't talking about anything. He was asking Matt Rule, what kind of culture are you going to bring? What kind of locker room is this going to be? Because if you listen to the um, that podcast by Barstool with Robbie on it, Robbie talked about how toxic that Jets locker room is how toxic of a situation that that it is up there in New York. I, nobody can succeed in that. I don't care how good you are, okay, and especially at quarterback, at the most important position on the field, the most scrutinized position on the field, in, the, that, in that market with that locker room, nobody's going to succeed in that. So all we're saying is this is like a former first-round talent, f- former first-round, no, first pick of the draft talent, 
who's been in a shitty situation, who hasn't let him destroy him, and now we got him for nothing. Okay, be excited about it because Sam Darnold aside, okay, let's look at what our everyone's uh, new favorite wide receiver Robbie Anderson did with Sam Darnold. All right, I sent this to the group text earlier. All right. Sam Darnold to Robbie Anderson in 2018 and 2019. They had 88 completions, an 88.5 completion percent, 1,341 yards, 11 touchdowns. But here's the big one, 21 completions of over 20 yards. All right. Teddy ain't completing six completions over 20 yards. I mean, I don't know what the stats was. I just made that off off the top of my head, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Teddy can't throw the ball 20 ball yards down the down field. No, no, he doesn't want to. So, I mean, I, I, I can't help but be excited about it because like we talked about on, on Saturday, all these what-ifs if the Panthers don't take a quarterback. Now, you know, you can feel confident, you know, if Panay Sewell falls, run up, to the, run, up to the, run up to the table and turn the card in. If Kyle Pitts falls, oh, my sweet Lord. Can you, can you, you imagine? imagine can, so, so right now, I'll, I'll tell you what my dream scenario is right now. It's Pitts and Raddens, however you say his name, Raddens or Raidens, yeah. whatever. My dream scenario yeah. is Pitts at eight, Raidens at 30 or 39, is that whatever right. the second yeah. round pick 39, is. Yeah. So you're getting somebody with a really high ceiling at tackle, I think. I think he's probably would be higher on boards if he didn't play at uh, North Dakota State. He, right. was, he was Trey Lance's left tackle. Um, but could you imagine the, the, the often like you're giving Sam Darnold, Kyle Pitts, arguably someone who will step in day one and be a top five receiving tight end in the league. You're giving him Christian McCaffrey, the best running back in the league. I'm not going to hear any arguments on that. I no. will not, I will not entertain anyone Absolutely. else's thoughts on that. Robbie Anderson, who we've already, you've already discussed what he can do with Robbie Anderson. Yep. DJ Moore, who is back to back thousand yard receiver. And then another more out of Seattle, who is also a big, huge, deep threat. So if you're looking at, at, at the, the longer than 20 yard completions that, that Darnold had with Robbie, um, more, the newest more is a, is a deep ball threat as well. So, I mean, we've got weapons for Sam and you solidify that left tackle spot with Raddins and you've got him, you've got a battle for the guard, for the inner guard spot, I think. I think that would be a really, really interesting um, to see how how guard really plays out if that's the case because of the guys that that may slide in from tackle. You've got Paradis is obviously solidified at center, and you've got Moten at tackle on the right side. I mean, you've got the best line you've had in a long time. Yeah, well, he's got the best line that he's ever been with, and I feel that if the line can be as good or slightly above what they were last year, then the addition of Darnold and you know, a weapon here, a weapon there. And, you know, I think all of a sudden Joe Brady is able to to run the offense that he wants to run at the at the level he wants to run it at, where you don't have, you know, somebody back there in the pocket that's, you know, scared to scared to throw the ball in the end zone. But yep. and you know, I'm excited with the draft because if 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 one of those guys those don't fall now you have the flexibility where you feel comfortable trading back too to get more assets. 
maybe pick up another second rounder, maybe pick up another third rounder. So now you're getting more viable options and more viable starters to add to this, this pot that we've got adding a, a, of young talent. And that's what I can say that the, the best is having Sam Darnold gives us the flexibility to just continue to stack the roster and, and feel needs, but make what we have our strengths better. And when you have draft flexibility, I don't care that it, you can tell me all you want about this way to build a team or this way to build a team. The best way to build a team is hitting on your draft picks, especially your first, second and third rounders. That, that's where the draft is. That's the money. That's the money rounds. And if you can find quality starters in those rounds and just as many as we can get, then I'm all for it. So if, if, you know, if Pitts isn't there, if Sewell isn't there, if Chase isn't there, trade down pick up more assets and you have that ability now with having that QB uh, position solidified uh, with Darnold, because uh, I think that this move shows that you know, we're done. I don't, I don't think I, I saw some people talking on Twitter that this doesn't mean that we're done at quarterback. And in my we opinion, are. that's, that's asinine. I, I, we're done at quarterback. I don't think that we're going to take any of these other guys and look, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be painful for about a split second if Justin Fields or somebody's still on the board at eight, but I just don't think that's going to happen. I think that, that you know, these GMs are, are more locked in than we are. These scouting departments are more locked in than we are. I think if they thought that, that Fields or somebody was going to fall to them at eight, that, 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 that this wouldn't have been done. Um, I think that they, they know who people are taking. I think that they know how the board's going to shake out. So, and, and you know what, maybe the reports are right. And maybe they're, they're not that impressed with fields and, and maybe they're not that impressed with Lance and, you know, I'm fine with it because they did something at quarterback. This is a, this is a swing for the fences type of move and it's not going to hurt you. This does nothing. We do not. We, we don't lose, lose in this situation. Okay. If, if Sam Donald sucks and doesn't pan out, guess what? We're out a second and a fourth. Oh, well. Yep. And, and what you mentioned earlier is, is this started after, after Fields Pro Day. And, yeah. and you think that thought that they, they meant, it meant that, that we weren't, we weren't impressed enough with Fields to trade up. And, and I think trading up was never going to be an option, no matter who it was. I don't think anybody was ever going to impress enough unless you got the one for Lawrence. I don't think any, from what I've seen, the other three quarterbacks were not on the Panthers radar for trading up. Right. I think, I think in that at that pro day, it was solidified to them that he's good enough. He's going to go before eight. Yeah, and that could be yeah, that could be I, the case. I, yeah. I think I don't think it's so much as so it's so much as was was that we we're not going to take Fields. I think it's the realization that Fields isn't making it to us. Yeah. I, I I I and I, I may have have to eat my words in three weeks, and when if Fields falls to to nine and and Denver. Denver nabs him, but I will be. It's gonna hurt in the moment. It's gonna hurt in the moment. I'll be very shocked, and and I'm I'm gonna be the first to say right now. I think Justin Fields is going to be a very good NFL quarterback. Absolutely, hundred percent. Nothing, none of this has changed my opinion on on Justin Fields or Trey Lance or anybody. But if that's not what the organization is gonna do, then hey, I'm gonna get behind it. And you know what? This is. You know, I've I've read a bunch that you know they're saying Sam Bradford would be the second best quarterback in this year's draft class. So, I mean, that's all good, and and you're getting that for nothing. Like I said, you're 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 making a sure thing, and and I'm gonna throw this one little shot in there just just because I have to. But F one fifty Twitter, yeah, you got your white pocket passer quarterback, okay? Oh. <laughs> uh, we got your white pocket shots, passer quarterback. Shots fired. So you guys, 
shots. Can, can, can rev up those one F one fifties, baby. I'm, I'm, we're going to be seeing so many. That's my quarterback posts now. I dude, I, I'm going <laughs> to shake my head, man. I, I, I mean, I'm happy. I'm excited for Sam Darnold, but there's just so much validation for just it'll, racist idiots that are it, coming. That's going to make me very angry. It'll be great when Sam has like, Sam has some game that just looks mediocre compared to a game Cam would put up and Twitter yeah. is just going absolutely nuts for him. Oh, no. And and it's just like, where was that when you had an MVP quarterback on your team? Mm. Where was it? Where was it? We can't let this hijack another another episode. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so what do you think? Do you think how how do you where do you see the the Panthers going at eight now? Do you do you to, think to me there's two there's two guys if they're there or really three. I don't I don't even know if any of them will be there, but there's there's three guys. It's Sewell, Pitts, and Chase are the only three worthy of eight, in my opinion. Yeah. Um there is a likely scenario that those that that my guess at this point is that four quarterbacks are going to be gone before it gets to us. I think yeah. it's going to unfold that way. Um it's likely going to end up I think we're going to see madness. I think one, two, three is going to be quarterback yep. and somebody is going to panic and trade up for Lance. Um, I hope I mean, so. This, I hope but, so. Keep, it, keep Pitts out of Atlanta. Right. Well, this, this 1000% solidifies that one, two, three is a quarterback. So yeah. that tells me the scenario I see most likely Denver panics trades with the Falcons at, at swaps nine and four and Denver takes Lance at four. That's what I see taking unfolding. Um, and because the Falcons need to go defense anyway, the Falcons defense is absolutely god awful. They need to trade back to nine and get more picks so they can take more defensive players because right. they otherwise the 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 Saints, Bucks, and us are going to put up a hundred points on them every week. Yeah. Um, so to me, that's how I see the draft unshaking uh, unfolding. The draft starts at five then. Yep. Um, and so the Bengals have to decide Sewell or Chase. If they do anything but Sewell, man, they're – Well, it's one of those things that we got – we ragged on the Texans for not listening to their franchise quarterback. And, yeah. and Burrow, Burrow asked for Chase. Yeah. Well, if, he was the one getting broken off out there. So, if he's if, if, he wants – If he's asking to, for Chase, I'm, yeah. I, I, I'm the Bengals. I still want to protect my guy. I'm, I'm taking Sewell yeah. still. So, irregardless, one of them's off the board. Sewell and Chase. So, then you get to six at Miami. I think that's our only – Caroline told me to tell you that irregardless is not a word. <laughs> <laughs> it's regardless. <laughs> uh, Just kidding. Either way. Um, I think six is the only time Pitts may go before us. I really do. Miami my, – so if I'm, if I'm mocking it, I'm going Pitts is taking Miami at six. Yep. And then seven, if the Bengals go chase and pass on Sewell, I think the Lions either take Smith or trade out to somebody who really wants Sewell. Um, so that's – I think that's the scenario I see. If the Bengals pass on Sewell, mm. I don't think Detroit takes him. And I think that unless someone's trying to hop us to get – because at that point there's going to be a lot of calls being made because Sewell at seven – if Sewell's a seven and I'm fitter, I'm kind of chomping at the bit. Like somebody's yeah. probably somebody's probably calling. I'm I may try to move up one. Um, Draft night's gonna be it's gonna be that, those first seven picks. Is, it's gonna be a long 
long. I mean, it's going to seem like it's going to take forever. It's the first four, the first four, or the first three, I'm writing them down in pen at this point. Um, yeah, and absolutely. I think everybody is. Four is just really going to surprise me if the Falcons stay at four, mm-hmm. and if they do, it's it's Pitts. That's yeah. that's the only that's the only person that, that that I can see them justifying taking it for. Um, so, I mean. Well, you know, and we've got the draft. All right, and, you know, over the next couple of weeks, we're really going to break down the draft or, or more so uh, than later rounds that's coming up this this weekend with with Matt and Wes. Um, but now, you know, what to do with Teddy, okay? I think that me and Wes are both in agreement that you just kind of cut bait at this point. Um, uh, you try to – I mean, I would try to find somebody. I would try to find somebody to just unload him on, and if they're willing to eat enough of the contract – I don't care if it's like I said, a seventh, a sixth round pick, whatever it may be. Nothing. Yeah. No, I, I mean, yeah. Just a guy uh, we're gonna turn around and cut for that. That's cheap. I don't Scott care. Fitter at the. Did you did you watch it? Like I got to see a little bit of the press conference. I, I tried to find it online. I, I couldn't find much of it, but I did see that Scott Fitter came out and said that he, he's been in contact with Teddy and his agent, and that they're gonna do what's best for Teddy. Right. So and and, and and either and he did say. That may be with Carolina, it may not be. So there so, is that possibility that person person uh, said spoiler alert, it won't be. Right. So yeah, so yeah. That, that for for what it's worth, I think if we don't find someone who will take some of Teddy's money, we will cut him and take the three the twenty million dead hit, which would open up three more. We're sitting at roughly seventeen now, so that that would put us back at twenty. That would still allow us to sign one or two more guys on top of yeah. the on top of the rookie class. So that I, and you know, I, Teddy's a good dude, man. I, I, I don't ever think anything I say, you know, I mean, he's an all right guy. Don't, but, don't feel bad for him. He's making 20 million. Whether he plays good riddance, dude. Well, like, whether he plays quarterback for us this year or not, he's making 20 million. Good riddance, dude. Peace. I mean, don't let the door hit you. I mean, you, you robbed us. So no, what, who we really should be mad at, mad at in this situation is Marty Herney for giving him yep. that contract but yeah absolutely absolutely and Marty Herney man one year too long but feel, feel the hern so I think it's fair to say we're both super excited uh, I know Matt uh, Matt couldn't join us tonight but Matt is also super super stoked about this all three of us are are, are happy with it um, I'd say Panthers fans you know it is just something in this offseason to be optimistic about. No, it's not Deshaun Watson, okay? No, it's not some, you know, fresh rookie quarterback. But this, of the options that are still out there, I think that this was the best one that they could go with. And and I am reinvigorated now for the most I've been in a, a very long time, okay? Uh, I, I, I'm excited. Uh, I think that this is a, a chance for, for Sam Darnold to resurrect his career, um, I think there's still a lot of promise in them. And, you know, I'm excited to see what, what, what Matt Rule and his staff can do because, like Wesley talked about earlier, he, he, he couldn't have said it better. Uh, it's about system. It's about the fit, and it's about how, how, you, how you build up the, the players in your system. And I think that we're going to put him in the best situation he's ever been in, uh, in the locker room and culture and on the field. Um, so – it's going to be on Sam, you know, uh, to step up to the plate and do what he needs to do on the field and off the field this offseason to, to, to take that job 
by the by the reins and, and and to earn it and and put his best foot forward now because it is going to be hard for him probably to shake off some of the shit he went through up there because he got his ass whooped a lot so um you know uh, i i'm sure he's thrilled i mean honestly i'm sure him and robbie are, are probably <laughs> robbie's about to get paid boy. so uh hey and, and i hope it's us that pays him man me I too really, man. I, really I, I love robbie. robbie uh he's been I, I loved robbie when he was with the jets so uh he, and he, he did well on my fantasy team so i think i think one thing and for those of you that do love robbie too one thing to take note of that is not re-signing Curtis to, I mean, that's 10 million. We didn't spend again next year as well. So it's yeah. something to think about when, when, when you, when we're talking about extending Robbie, it's just way more likely without uh, signing Curtis. Yep. So, so I'll add to the closing here about Sam. Um, I think, I think I mentioned it earlier. Let's take a look at the quarterback that Joe Brady, that got Joe Brady a job in the NFL, uh, Joe Burrow. I, I really think their games are comparable in my opinion, Sam, Sam and Joe, um, I think they've got a, a similar skill set and, and, and play the game the same way when you give them similar weapons. Um, I'm not just saying that because they're two white pocket passer quarterbacks with a little bit of, of mobility, but at the end of the day, they do have that same same similar skill set. So right. I think that's an interesting thing to think about. Yep. Um, and, and, and you talk about you being reinvigorated as a Panther fan. I think, um, I think Sam's going to come in ready to work being reinvigorated in a new in a new team in a new system with an with new everything that it just isn't shit and he's yeah. gonna be um he's gonna be out to prove that 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 the jets were the problem yeah and it was not him right and you gotta have that you gotta have that chip on your shoulder and i love for young players uh, with this second chance to get that chip on your shoulder and i think that's what matt rule thrives on matt rule thrives on those second chance guys those guys who are going to come in and work because they want to prove their doubt is wrong and, and, and prove their believers right look at hassan and if like, you think that sam if you think that sam's not athletic i just throw on that denver tape the dude ran a 60 yard touchdown last year so and he's got some wheels he can move so um but yeah like i said i'm excited and and uh you know i i, I wish i was doing the episode with y'all this this weekend but uh <laughs> I, I i would have liked to have all three of our reactions on one but i'll 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 get matt's reaction on saturday when we record but, you know i'm just like i said i'm going to puerto rico so i would be enjoying myself but have, y'all have, y'all y'all enjoy it without me <laughs> have a blast yeah all right so that'll do it for this episode of 704 cast don't forget to share the episodes subscribe rate review Follow us on social media at 704cast on all platforms. And be excited, guys. Be excited. This was a good This was a good day. All right. We are better today than we were yesterday, and that's all you can ask for. And this is finally something in this offseason that we can be happy about and look forward to. So, yep. Later. <laughs>